Welcome to She Lancer, Mom Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Angela Olfest, otherwise known as VoiceOver Angela. In this podcast, we talk about my adventures in freelancing, my voiceover business, and everything else in between. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to my channel. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Angela. I am a full-time voiceover artist and audiobook narrator, and my channel is dedicated to those of you that are just getting started out in this wonderful world of voiceover. And I answer your questions and I share with you some of the tips and tricks and techniques that I've learned along my own journey into voiceover. And uh, today's question comes from uh, someone in my Facebook group, and that was regarding, you know, I'm always saying in the group to just do it, right? Just get started, just do it, practice. And, you know, with the repetition in practicing voiceover and audiobook narration, you come to find your own ways of, you know, I hate to use the word shortcuts, but you find ways to become more effective with your editing. And, you know, you discover more things about yourself and your processes to make things easier and faster. Uh, to get the work done. And that's what we're going to discuss today is what I have learned in forging my own path into voiceover. So let's get into it. So let's go back to about three and a half years ago where I was working a full-time job. I wasn't spending as much time with my family as I wanted to. And I came across one day at lunch a interview with uh, Carrie Olson, who is a voiceover artist. She does uh, e-learning and audiobooks, I believe. And I thought to myself, wow, how cool is that? I read books anyway. I want to do that. I want to read out loud, you know, an audiobook and have people pay to listen to me, right? And then I started to, being me, I started to do a little bit more research on the topic. And I found out that there were voiceover artists who... (laughs) created the voiceovers for commercials and video games. And you just don't really think about that, right? You just, they're just there, you know, until you really just, until that light bulb clicks and you go, well, somebody has to narrate and give voice to all of this stuff. I want to do that. That just sounds really, really cool, right? So then I would say maybe a month later, I got my first mic. I set up my computer in the living room, not knowing that the sound of the room was going to be all wrong. Um, And I just started to look for different avenues into how to get started, right? Really not knowing what I didn't know. Um, So then I started to do all my my YouTube research, right? And found uh, and started to look through Facebook as well. I started to look through Facebook for uh, groups of voiceover artists that I can maybe glean some information from. And I found a really uh, a really great couple of people that I really started to follow and listen to. And they found, I found I had YouTube channels and I watched all of their YouTube content. And then at some point, maybe another month or so later, I was confident enough to just give it a, give it a try. And then I found LibriVox and started with LibriVox and donating my time basically to get started in narrating audiobooks. And through that, I learned through a lot of mistakes and a lo- probably a lot more time that was necessary 
to create this, I think it was just one chapter, if memory serves, one chapter that I narrated and I donated for LibriVox. And LibriVox is a company that um, uh, where you can volunteer to narrate sections or books in the public domain in their entirety, and they're uh, free audiobooks. So, um, and through narrating that one chapter, I learned so much. I learned so much about Adobe Audition, which is my DAW. I learned about editing and formatting and, you know, all, well, I don't say all the ins and outs of Adobe Audition, but I learned enough to manipulate my files to make them sound okay and then also meet the standards for LibriVox. And then I discovered ACX, which, you know, is pretty much the same formatting, but you're basically narrating uh, retail audiobooks for Audible. And once I got through the LibriVox stage and I was comfortable enough to get onto ACX, I posted a few samples. I got my first book. My first book was uh, 80,000 words. And I remember being just terrified but excited all at the same time to narrate this book. And I remember thinking that this person is putting their trust in me to give voice and give life to this book that they've spent probably a long, long time writing and rewriting and getting just perfect. And there's a lot of pressure on you on that first book. And I remember that. I really do. And that book took me a long time. It probably took me maybe two or three times the amount of time that a book that size would take me now. And, but through those experiences, I learned so much more than I would have had I just watched all the information on YouTube. I learned so much more with the hands-on training of actually putting myself through those steps than I would have just watching YouTube tutorials. So then I discovered I was... I was not procrastinating anymore. I was actually, I threw myself into the fire and I gave it a try and I learned so much more by just doing it, which is why I am always saying, just do it. Just get started because you will learn so much more by just doing it and putting yourself through those paces than you would by watching someone's tutorial on YouTube, right? And I want to always stress that because even with watching YouTube tutorials or, or you know, um, having discussions on Facebook through Facebook groups, you yourself doing it, putting yourself again through those paces to learn it is so much more valuable and you learn so much more because no one's going to know your space and you and your work habits and your schedule and your recording space and your mic all of the variables that go into making an audiobook better than you. No one's going to know all of those aspects to bring together in just the perfect way to create an audiobook that is, you know, compliant with ACX's standards. So that is the number one reason why I always say just do it. Just practice. Just get out there and give it a try. Learn your DAW. 
you know, watch the videos by all means. Watch all of the YouTube videos because you get a lot of information on what to do. But putting it all together is up to you, right? Because, again, there are too many variables in each of our recording spaces because we don't walk into a, ho- a studio anymore to record an audiobook. Most of uh, audiobook narrators have home studios. So there's a lot of different variables involved. And through just doing it, you learn your specific mic placement, your mic technique, the way that you speak into the mic. You know where there's going to be reverb in your room or when there's going to be noise or, you know, and then with learning your DAW in the process, you're learning your DAW and all of the effects and what they do and which ones to use when, you know, for your particular noise or effects that are needed. No one's going to know that better than you. And on that same vein, what someone tells you in a YouTube video may not apply to you or your recording space. But in essence, you are forging your own path because there is not one right way to do this. You know, there are recommended settings and um, maybe mic placement. I mean, there's a few things that you should do, but how you do these things is really up to you and your recording space and the sound of your voice and your comfort level and your experience level. So what I guess I'm trying to say is that don't be afraid to step outside of the box and do something that is good or better for you and your recording studio, for your business, because ultimately this is your business. It has to be, your process has to be right for your recording space, for your DAW, for your voice, and for your business. I would say, glean all of the information that you can from YouTube, from your Facebook groups, and then Use the information that you gather and apply that to your business in a way that suits your business. I did that exact same thing. I sought out thought leaders and my peers and people that were where I wanted to be. And I asked the questions and I read their responses to other questions. You know, I gathered all the information that was applicable to me and then made my own decisions based on my business and what I want to do with my business, my recording space, my voice, and I went with it. And luckily, it it all worked out for me because I think it was the way that I wanted to run it because I felt that I wanted to run my business and do my own thing in a certain way, and it paid off for me. And I'm so very thankful for that, and I'm so very thankful that I am running this business my way. And the same thing goes for, you know, where to find work. If you want to just narrate audiobooks on ACX, do it. I wouldn't recommend staying with just one freelance marketing website because, I mean, you definitely don't want to have all of your eggs in one basket. You want to have an egg here and an egg here and an egg here, right? Because you never know what's going to happen. You know, someone might have, one of these sites might have some sort of a difficulty down the road and they just go away one day and then what do you do, right? But there's no one way to do it. 
And with my videos, I show you ways that I recommend, but you don't have to necessarily do it that way. You can do what I did in the beginning and just take the information that I give you and then take the information from what someone else gives you and then someone else and someone else and decide what of that information, decide what is best for your recording space and your business, forge your own path. You know, as long as all of your files, like your formats are compliant for like ACX and, you know, you sound good, your rights holders and your clients are happy with your work and the end result basically is good, do it your own way. You know, there isn't a right way and a wrong way. I talk to a lot of people that get really hung up on really small, tedious things. And you eventually learn with time that as you go through these processes for, you know, recording and editing your voiceovers, and then also narrating and formatting and mastering audiobooks that, you know, you start to learn your own processes and discover that the things that you thought were super duper important aren't really that important. You know, they're a small cog in the process and there are ways of, you know, getting around it or incorporating it into another process. I mean, the best way to learn what you can and can't do and the best way to um, create processes for your voiceovers and for how long things take for you to do, all of that you will discover and fine-tune and streamline through just doing it, right? Because your process might not work for me. My process might not work for you or somebody else, or somebody else. The best way to discover what works best for you is just to do it. So that is why I always say just do it. Not only to push you to, you know, maybe jump outside of your comfort zone and give this a try, if this is what you really want to do, but in, this, in the doing it, you also will learn what is important, what isn't important, and what works best for you, your environment, and your recording style. So now I'm just rambling, but basically what I wanted to say was forge your own path. You know, take into consideration what people are telling you to do and not to do and make your own decisions for your business because it is your business. You make the decisions about what is right, what is wrong, and streamline your processes. And all of that comes with just doing it. Just get started. Just do it. Just practice. You'll come to find that you like this DAW better than this DAW. You know, you'll come to find that you like this website versus this website. Don't listen to what people tell you as far as, you know, don't go there or definitely go there to find work. Make your own decisions on what where you feel comfortable working. You know, because those people that are telling you to not go to this site for work, they're not paying your bills. If this site's paying your bills and you have no problem with it, work there. Do what you feel comfortable with. You know, it's your business. You make the calls. You do what you want to do. But that's pretty much all I have for you today. I just wanted to encourage you again to, this is something you want to do. Just get started and get, do it. <laughs> Just do it. You know, learn everything that you can, but don't get stuck in the procrastinating phase. Go out there and learn what you need to learn, but then get started. 
and learn the process, streamline your process, build your business, and have fun with it. Do what you want to do. If you found this video helpful, if you hit that like and subscribe button, I really appreciate it. If you have any more questions about voiceover or audiobook narration, please leave them down below. Thank you so much for your time, and I will see you on the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. If you have an extra moment, please feel free to leave a review. We'll see you next time.